Welcome to another edition of College Sports Cast, the baseball addendum edition. I am your host, John Roberts, uh, and I will be doing this periodically from time to time through the college baseball season. We're really going to be focused in on Auburn because at this point in time, I cover Auburn uh, for um, the Greenville sports media and so i'm going to be more focused on auburn we will touch on time to time other other teams other uh other schools in college baseball but we will be mainly focused on just baseball and primarily focused on auburn um i do want to let everybody know just kind of behind the scenes uh last week or when i recorded the first one of these it we were recording in this same room we were facing a different direction we've since done a lot of stuff up in this room and i'm now facing a different way uh at the moment i'm only going to be putting out the audio version so you can't see what i'm actually talking about at some point in time when we start doing the video you'll understand and it probably at that point i may be facing a third doing a third thing and have uh, different updates into the room. So um, I think we finally got uh, more of a room for a studio, which is kind of awesome. Um, but so just a big recap. Uh, so it, it is uh, Sunday evening on February 25th. So we have played or Auburn has played seven games up until this point they are now um they are six and one the loss being today to number 14 virginia this is number 14 according to d1 baseball i'm going to use d1 baseball rankings at the moment um i will let you know if i change to a more composite or if i use someone else's rankings but at the moment i'm going to use d1 baseball's rankings uh and so virginia was number 14 auburn was unranked um so with that being said just wanted to let you know kind of where we were when we're talking about um rankings within uh within what we're what what we're dealing with here so um auburn this weekend played in jacksonville uh in the jacks uh classic it was the first uh the first ever the inaugural jacksonville uh classic they um went up against on friday night number 18 iowa Saturday, they went up against Wichita State, and then Sunday today, they went up against number 14, Virginia. Um, last weekend, and, and when we talked about uh, uh, last week, we, we actually went over, you know, kind of my predictions for the season, and I, I had laid out that I felt like Auburn in the non-con would go 19-6, and six. Uh, they would go 16 and 14 in conference, which would be 35 and 20 overall. Um, with that being said, right now they have gone uh, six and one overall. Um, I believe that this is we're still on pace to do what I had uh, talked about. Um, 
when we are looking at last week, I had said that they, I felt like they would go three and zero. Um, that two and one was possible, but three and zero was going to be what I felt like should happen, and that is exactly what happened. So in in the first game, Auburn came out. Chase Alsop uh, had a nice game. Um, he was able to, uh, I believe his his uh, pitching stats. This is Chase Alsop was the starter for. Auburn, he went four and two-thirds innings, allowed five hits, five runs, three earned, uh, gave up zero walks. In fact, Auburn in the, in the first game gave up zero walks altogether. Um, he had five strikeouts, uh, was not uh, – received no decision because he didn't go quite five innings. Um, Tanner Bauman came in um, after that, went one and a third innings – and uh, gave up no runs, struck out one, walked none, and then Cam Tilly closed it out with one uh, one inning pitched, two hits, one run, one earned run, um, and he, Cam Tilly, was, or sorry, uh, uh, sorry, Bauman was the winner in the game because he, was the second pitcher, the first pitcher out of the pen. Auburn um, took control of the game at that point and uh, won the game. They won it, uh, sorry, 17-6. Uh, to six. They actually went through, and that was a run rule on the opening night. They did it in seven innings. Um, and uh, Auburn, at the time, I believe, when... Um, When uh, I'm trying to think, also came out of the game. They were leading seven or eight to three. It was a close game. They had uh, two runners that eventually did score in the fifth inning. Um, that was the inning in which uh, also came out. Actually, he gave up three runs. He gave up five total runs. Three of them were earned. So. That he gave up all five runs, so that the the th three inning uh, three runs that came in the second inning and the two that came in the fifth, those were all given up by Chase Alsop. Um, three of those were earned runs, five total runs. He um, started struggling in the fifth. I mean, he is a guy that throws what low mid nineties on a fastball, but if that fastball gets flat, most everybody ends up being able to hit a flat fastball. Um, it's just one of those things. If you really look in like the major leagues, you got a lot of guys that can throw 100. A lot of guys can hit 100. But the difference is if you can throw 100 and have any sort of action, you got tilt, goes downhill. And uh, if you've got a good secondary pitch that you can throw off of that, that you can throw for a strike. Um Chase wasn't really getting that second pitch for a strike. Everybody was sitting on the fastball. The fastball was flat. And it came to that. Uh, Auburn, over the, the last several games, and I've noticed this trend, they've had really good at-bats. They've done really well with getting hits and getting on base. So when you look at it, uh, in game one, they had 11 hits. Uh, or sorry, no. Let me let me rephrase that. In game one, they had eleven hits. Yes, 
They also walked 12 times, which allowed for the 17 runs that they scored. In the game two, five hits, six walks. So that's 11 uh, 11 base runners on base right there just via the hit or the walk. Um, It allowed them to score, I believe they they won the game eight. I think they scored eight in that game. Um, And I can tell you that in just a second. Uh, They scored six. So they had 11 base runners just via the hit or the walk. In game three, they walked 11 times. They had 10 hits. I mean, this is just, these are just the easy numbers. They had nine runs. In game four, they played against UAB. UAB was very, uh, very much did walk a lot of runners. They didn't have a whole lot of hits. Auburn's only had three hits, scored seven runs, but... In that time frame, they also had a 10 walks uh, against Iowa, number 18 Iowa. They went up against the uh, a pitcher that most likely is going to go in the top 10 of the, this year's draft. Iowa's pitcher, Brody Brecht, is a first-rounder, no doubt first-rounder, um, most likely a top 10 pick in this year's draft, throws up right at 100-101. That is something that you're not going to see a whole lot um, from a college pitcher. And Brody Breck can bring it. Auburn was very much struggling against him. Now, here's the deal. Auburn gave up, I believe by the time Brody Breck exited the game, the score was 3-2 to two in favor of Iowa. Brody Breck was very, very good at keeping Auburn off balance with his fastball and he was throwing the breaking ball for a strike and that was really really keeping the Auburn offense off balance you had guys like Ike Irish who couldn't see it and um, but but the way that offense works and the way that they're going to have to to work when it comes to uh, teams that have a Brodie Brecht for a starting pitcher is that you've got to make him, you got to force him to throw pitches that are, um, that, that you've got to make him throw a lot of pitches. The more pitches you get him to throw early, then by the end of the, the, by, by the middle innings, you can get into the bullpen, the faster you can get into the bullpen. So Auburn's pitches, um, they they drove Brody Breck's pitch count up to nearly a hundred by the fifth or sixth inning, and at that point they hammered the bullpen. The bullpen lost the game for Iowa, and Auburn took it from the bullpen. Um, that allowed Auburn to take the to, to take the lead. They ended up winning the game seven to five. Uh, Iowa had scored a on a two-run home run in the ninth inning to cut it and make it very close, but Will Cannon was able to shut the door after that. Wichita State, when when Auburn played Wichita yesterday on Saturday, they had eleven hits. Wichita walked them nineteen or sixteen times. Okay, when Auburn scores nineteen runs, sixteen base runners came via the walk. That is 
uh, a recipe for disaster if you're rich, Wichita State. Auburn was able to do very well when it came to um, having good approaches, and that's what they've been doing. And this is how you've noticed uh, this this team has been able to have success on the offense. It's just the good approaches. They've been able to hit for power. They've been able to hit to knock base runner to get base runners over. They've been able to get on base. They've been able to get them in. They've done all the little things offensively. They've done the big things offensively. But the biggest thing right now is that they've had really good approaches and have taken the walks when they were given. And at that, at this moment right now, at this rate, they have done, what, seven games? That's uh, sixty-one walks, I believe, that they've had over – seven games and that is definitely over eight walks a game so uh, it's almost not uh, it's almost nine walks a game but uh not quite actually yeah it's really close to nine nine walks a game so that is something that is non-free base runners non-free base runners now they're still not scoring that it, it, it's the the big hit is the thing that, that I guess that if you're going to say there's something that they lack, sometimes it is the big hit. And uh, but for the most part, they've done everything to to get the big hit, and um, they have set everything up with having the walks the way that they've had them. Um, on the pitching side, Auburn has done very well with pitching over these games. Um, I think Chase also has had uh, very good games over the last, uh, his two starts. Um, you went four, like I said, we went four and two-thirds, five hits, five runs, three of them earned uh, five strikeouts in game one. And then in game two, uh, he went, and I'm going to pull up the stats right here, 3.1 innings, five hits, three runs, three of them earned, three walks, five strikeouts. So he's got a ten, total of 10 strikeouts, three walks. He's given up six earned runs in, I believe, eight total innings. So he's 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 eh, okay. He's not great, but he's okay. All right. But look, at this point, we're not really. He he is. Uh, the, the the bullpen has done very well to um, protect him. Had John Armstrong come in. Uh, after him on the second start against uh, against Iowa, he went 2.2 innings, gave up a run, uh, had two strikeouts. Um, Cam Tilly, uh, in his second stint of work, get, went two, uh, two innings, one hit, and had three strikeouts. Will Cannon, in his second stint of work, had one inning, two hits, two runs off of that home run. They were both earned and had two strikeouts. So the biggest the biggest thing right now is that Auburn's bullpen uh, a they have used them very well when they did this tournament situation over the weekend they didn't burn through their bullpen they were able to do uh, navigate so that Sunday they could throw the house that they really wanted to they didn't have to but they could have um, and so that's so far as what they've done Um in the game yesterday against Wichita, they really only threw what four pitchers, and that was Joseph Gonzalez in his second start for the season, Connor Kepich or Keplinger, and Zach 
Crotchfeld and Aiden Murphy. So over the, I believe that was seven innings worth of work between everybody, four innings for Joseph Gonzalez, two hits, two runs, uh, or sorry, two hits, three runs, both uh, or all three were earned, two walks, two strikeouts. Uh, Keplinger came in uh, for point two or for two thirds of an inning, gave up four hits, three runs, uh, three of them were earned. Zach Grotchfeld came in, closed out the 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 fifth inning for Auburn, um, and then pitched in the sixth, gave up three hits, two runs, two earned runs, two walks, three strikeouts. Hayden Murphy pitched the last inning, the seventh inning, and gave up one hit and one walk and had a strikeout. So Auburn's pitching overall has been fairly decent. Um, And I believe as the year goes on, they will uh, strengthen in their pitching. I believe that right there right now is the strength of the team. The offense is also very good. Uh, The uh, the fielding is the one thing that they have probably the most weakness, and that is just because they've got a lot of new guys out there playing. Um, they've had a, a, a few errors over the last seven games, but uh, that's not something that's out of the ordinary for a college team. So uh, just going back over the season, they have been doing very well over the seven games, six and one. They've had a sweep over uh, Eastern Kentucky. They beat UAB at home, um, avoiding the big upset that was happening last week where the number one team, uh, Wake Forest, and several other top ten teams went down in the midweek. Tends to happen, but Auburn avoided that. They went down to Jacksonville, Florida at a two-in-one weekend, which is really awesome. Uh, Upcoming... They've got Samford at home and then a three-game stint with um, UConn, which is a a fairly decent UConn. They're unranked right now according to D1 Baseball, but it's still going to be a good series. Uh, It still will test Auburn uh, this this weekend. So I believe... When sometime next week, hopefully I'll be able to get you another one of these uh, podcasts, maybe on Sunday, wrapping up the UConn series. I uh, will be most likely in um, in Auburn on Saturday for the Saturday game, like I was last week for the Saturday game against Eastern Kentucky. Uh, and so Sunday likely we'll be able to get you a 30 minute podcast for, to wrap up the week in Auburn baseball. Um, but if you have any questions, if there's anything that you would like to know or, or want to get into, you can contact me at drink local uh, spelled exactly how it sounds. D R I N K L O. C-A-L-B-H-A-M at Drink Local Beham. That's the uh, Twitter or X handle, also Instagram. Um, you can also go come through the C uh, that to College Sportscast, CSCast on Twitter and Instagram. Um, and we are uh, partnered with Home Field Apparel. Homefield Apparel has vintage 
it's it's the most comfortable college sports team apparel uniform or or or, or shirts sweatshirts joggers you can get all these different things the the material is comfortable it is a vintage look they have the vintage logos they are uh, officially licensed by all these uh universities all these schools um i am currently which again when you hear this you won't be able to see me but i am wearing the auburn hoodie and i have several of them here this is it's awesome they are a great company a great brand that is home field apparel you could go see their website or they have an app and visit visit them get whatever you need and uh at checkout put in promo code cscast 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 for 15 percent off first time users so first time buyers you can get 15 percent off of your ticket for home field apparel uh for everybody at college sports cast i am john roberts and this is auburn baseball in review <laughs>